0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tali and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real-life lessons and people doing
1: cool shit. Hey guys! This week we have a bonus episode with my best friend and business partner, Sarah Pasini. You might not know Sarah very well, but we're going to dive really deep into getting to know her a little bit more, what she's passionate about, her, a little bit of her story, and why she loves me.
0: right. <laughs> hold up, T. This episode is sponsored
1: by BRP Wholesalers, supplying Australia and international markets with your fresh fruit and veg. Good morning or good afternoon. I'm not sure wherever you are, but welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. Hi. Um, I'm super excited for this episode. I'm a little bit nervous though, because I'm always getting interviewed for a podcast and I've never been an interviewer. So this will be fun. I'm excited. But today we, well, I am actually interviewing Sarah, who is my partner in crime on this podcast. So Sarah Pasini
0: is, or aka Spazzini. Spazzini. <laughs> I get so many variations I know, of that, I guys, know. It actually makes me laugh. It's Spazzini. I got yeah. spinachelli the other day. It's
1: I'm not sure what to call you, but let's just my call you My mum's like, Sarah.
0: why the hell did you put that as your Instagram name? I, I mean, like, at uh, least
1: it's not, hey, at least, okay, we're kind of getting off topic, but my email used to be gigglepot15. So <laughs> I'd take Spassini any day. So she is my best friend, business partner, pizza and pasta lover. Yes. Had to add that in. And all around fucking cool chick. So I'm super excited to interview today because um, – You are not so loud on the social media front. No. So I think it'd be kind of cool for people who follow the brand and listen to this
0: podcast to kind of get to know you a little bit more. Mate, you're nervous being the interviewer. Like (laughs) I'm nervous sitting on this side of the mic being like, oh, what is she going to ask me, guys? It's okay. I kind
1: of just wanted to like – Just, yeah, get everyone to kind of get to know you. So I'm pumped. Fair cool, fair cool. Okay. So let's kick off this curious conversation. I want you to tell us a little bit about little Sarah I nearly said (laughs) Pizzini. Little Pizzini. What was your childhood like and what kind of, you know, child were you?
0: Uh, I had a great childhood actually. Um, I am so, so fortunate. My parents actually divorced when I was three years old but – uh, And even till this day, they're still extremely close friends. Yeah, I love that. Um, we were kind of like, we are the Brady bunch growing up. So my mum remarried, my dad's had another partner, and uh, we used to have dinners with mum and dad and everyone. And if it was a birthday or something, everyone was in the one room. Like we never ha- grew up with that animosity. So, yeah. like, was, I think that's
1: important this day oh, and age because yeah, it is such have to. I think my parents are the only ones still together. Yeah. Um, out of all my friends. Yeah. It's just a thing. Like you have like a mum, a dad, a stepmom, stepdad, it's crazy.
0: I cannot tell you how nice it is. Like and everyone's like around Christmas time and things like that. What are you doing? I'm like, oh, my whole family's getting together. And like, your whole family. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, like my whole mom, family, like 50 of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're Italian, we yeah. breed. Um no, like my mum, my dad, everyone, like, I think the most Im- we're a family yes yeah, which
1: is beautiful yeah and, and like I do like I don't have a very big family so that's mm. something that like you know you've got nieces nephews and stuff like that and I think it's really cool to have that and especially at Christmas time like I mean that's it's fun cute. and people yeah. for the
0: for the people for the 500 now nah, I've got more than five hundred yeah. <laughs> followers but they would know like I'm obsessed with my nieces and yeah. nephews it's like cute. they're the best things ever
1: yeah and where did you grow up
0: I grew up in the star of the Yarra Valley. Okay. So, yeah. a small country town called Montrose.
1: Guys, don't. It's not a country town. <laughs> she lives out of suburbs of Melbourne. For uh, FYI, guys, I grew up in the country. A if t- you want to Google it, it's called Kyneton.
0: This is one of Tal's <laughs> trigger topics. So, when, everyone, when we're away or someone asks me, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm a country girl. She's and she's like, please. Not. I'm like, Tal, like, I'd, I'd drive a rider, mower. Yeah, but it's not the like,
1: country. Like it's like outer suburbs. Like I have like.
0: I had five paddocks at my house. Okay, I'm,
1: next <laughs> question. <laughs>
0: no, my childhood was beautiful and I've got, so I'm the youngest of four. I've got mm-hmm. two brothers and a sister. Um, my, my brother, Mark, he's like, he's the one above me. Mm-hmm. He's, he's my best mate and even to this day. Yeah. He's my best mate, like my go-to dude. Um, my sister, she's beautiful. My eldest brother, like, love him. Like, we all, for as much as we fight and, like, piss each other off, you we're just one of those families, like you always know you got each other's back.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I think that's important. It's like a friend. It's like our friendship. It's like you're always going to have each other's back. Yep. I think that's so important. So
0: basically, I'm just like a country gal from a country town, guys. Like I said
1: before. Next question, because <laughs> don't even get me started. Uh, yeah, that's kind of cool. So I kind of, when I asked a bit about, more about your childhood, mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to dive a little bit more deeper okay. than that. <laughs> um, so as a child, whether – I know that I don't know how much you want to talk about this but when you were in your early teens Mm -hmm. you had a serious accident that kind of changed your life I kind of want to talk a little bit more about that if you could tell us in detail what happened and how that's kind of made you who you are today because I know you said that kind of did change your life oh 100% and
0: I um it definitely did so change. So what was – what happened? I had a motorbike accident. Yeah. So we, I did grow up on land and we had motorbikes, so it's something that I did regularly. I mm-hmm. was just like, oh, I'll just go for a, like a lap around the, the court, the paddocks, whatever, go see my neighbours. Like it's what we used to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me as a person before that, I was I, I'm, I was like the athletic jock. I was like yeah. the cool bitch girl of school. Yeah, like, I know we've had a discussion yeah. before. You said you were a bully before. <laughs> I wouldn't, I just thought I was too cool for everyone. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, and it sounds so wankerish, like, even it coming out of my mouth. Like, my girlfriends were the cool group in school yeah. and all that. And, like, if I didn't like you, I didn't bloody like mm-hmm. you. And it makes me cringe now. So yeah. that was me year seven and eight. And, um, so I was, uh, I was the sporty one. Like everyone had very high expectations of me. I was representing Victoria. Mm-hmm. I was like junior's team. I was like my beach volleyball partner and I were winning golds everywhere. Like we are indoor state champions. Like I had this map of like where I was going mm-hmm. with my support, with my sporting career.
1: Yeah. And what happened that kind of pulled you off that map?
0: My motorbike accident. Yeah. So I, I didn't go to school for six months. So basically I came off my bike um, I'm so fortunate. I had a helmet on. Mm-hmm. I was wearing bike shorts. Yeah. My mum, uh, my mum still says you're a bloody idiot, Sarah. Um, and I was down in the bottom paddock actually. And sp- going back to my my brother Mark, we it's it's going to sound really bizarre, but we have this really weird bond. And yeah. So he was inside the house and on the computer, and it was just before dinner time, and I was in the bottom paddock, which is a long way away. Mm-hmm. And I came off my bike and when I um, woke up, I couldn't get the bike off my leg and all I could smell was my skin burning oh, and wow. I was like, oh, this is this not This
1: story makes me cringe every time yeah. I hear it.
0: I was like, this is not good and mum's going to kill me.
1: Could you like when you were in that moment, like what was going through? Did you think you were going I don't mean to, but did you think you were going to die?
0: I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, did
1: you know what was going on? You know, when something bad happens and you actually physically don't, you like, oh, you know, something's I was pr- happening.
0: I was probably more scared of my mum killing me yeah. than me actually dying. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, th- because I I was knocked out, I don't I don't remember a bit. Mm. But oh, like, so you were
1: knocked out? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. I didn't and know that. So
0: when I woke up, and that's when I was like, oh fuck, mum's going to kill me. And so I was just yelling out to my brother. I was mm-hmm. like, Mark, Mark. And Could then- you feel your leg at that time? No. Okay. And um, and the weird thing in, in my head, I can vividly remember in my head just picturing Mark and saying like, Mark, you have to come get me. You have to come mm-hmm. get me. And mum – speaks of this quite often. She's like, your brother just bolted out of the house and jumped fences, jumped fences. That's so crazy. Yeah. And he came down and he lifted the bike off me and he's like, what the hell? What have you done? Was he panicking? Uh, he was panicking. Yeah. And um, so I am so, so thankful that whatever bond we do have because no doubt um, he, he definitely saved my leg and – Quite possibly my life in that yeah. scenario. Yeah. So
1: that happened, yeah. and obviously, what was the recovery like for that? Because so you have
0: I, a pretty massive scar on I, the back of yeah, your leg. I do. No, you do. And I it's, really it's, do. I
1: think it's beautiful. Like, yeah. and I know it's probably something that
0: you something self conscious. I've, I've about, had to grow to love, but
1: I think it's cool. It like yeah. tells a story. Like maybe the story's not, you know, it's not an inspira- yeah. inspirational story, but it's like kind of made you who you are, oh, and like 100%. giving you your values and your like you know, all that kind of stuff. So. Um,
0: what was the recovery like on something like that? Uh, so, I spent a lot of time in the Royal Children's Hospital. Yeah. And I think. How old were you, sorry? I was 14, turning 15.
1: Okay. So, you were so young. The yeah. summer going That's into crazy. U9, Yeah, That's this kind of age that I was diagnosed yeah. with depression and yeah. anorexia. That, so, I kind of know what you kind of would have been going through. Yeah. Shit.
0: Yeah. And so. Um, Internet, like, so I obviously had my operation. They're like, look, the, the best place for you to go is home. You mm. have to go home. Because How long were you in hospital for? So, probably a week, but okay. then I was in hospital every, yeah, for the next 18 months, every week. Because, guys, like, she like burnt through her I, skin. I was down to muscle, and they're, the, oh, were the, you? I yeah. didn't know that either. So, I was basically there. If things didn't go well, I was losing my leg, yeah, and I knew fuck. that. I knew that.
1: It's like, how do you even like. When you find out something like that, like how do you even process? Like, what were your like thought? Like to me, that's like wild. Like, what were your do you thoughts? Know what
0: all I could think about, I was like, "Oh bloody hell! I'm gonna miss out on volleyball tryouts for Vic this year." And yeah, st- stuff like that. I wasn't actually thinking of in the moment. I was yeah. thinking of stuff in the future So you're so kind of
1: more thinking about what other people. Because to me, that's like more what other people are going yeah. to think like it's like Sarah Pasini, like state champion exactly. whatever it's like exactly you know that's crazy so you were thinking more like that yeah
0: oh wow and so um my beautiful mother nursed me for six months straight, so mm-hmm. I, I was in bed. She'd had to change my sheets every day so mm-hmm. I didn't get an infection because I actually had a donor site up the the top of my thigh, which is probably the was definitely the most painful. Sorry, what what is that? So that's where they shave the skin oh, from your nah. thigh. <laughs> okay, that's enough. It's and, too graphic. And then that's what they actually they put onto where I was burnt, so more skin can grow. So oh. that's what essentially what a skin graft is. Oh wow! Yeah. Um so that was the most painful thing I've ever, like, oh, I haven't been 100%. through childbirth yet, but that was painful. That sounds yeah. painful. So mum nursed me. That was all like six months. But for me as a person, what actually changed me is spending so much time in that, that hospital with those kids running through the mm. hallways, seeing how young they were, mm-hmm. like it it was just I was like Like I'm, you should have been grateful you uh, were still I alive. Was, I was. I I was just like that. I remember there was this one kid who was on my ward and he'd he'd never been home. <gasps> he was seven years old and he'd oh, never this been stuff home. My heart, yeah. And I was like, fire out, Sarah, snap out of it. Life's yeah. not that bad.
1: So when you say snap out of it, were you in a negative headspace? Like, do mm-hmm. you feel like you had depression or like? No, what, I when was you just say like
0: that- I I think I that's when I first realized there's more to life yeah. than all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And so, um, I actually, I, I did a lot of work with Jason McCartney who was in the Bali. Oh yeah. yeah. Wow. So I, um, did a lot of work with him and mm-hmm. him and kids who had burns and mm-hmm. showing them the other so side. So that's after. This is after oh, the okay. recovery. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's the whole pro this whole process is what taught me there's more to life yeah. and to be a better person. So. Speaking of who I was before and who I was after, I remember remember going back to school and to the girls who I I was mean to, I apologize because mm, I – I I wasn't that person and I didn't want to mm. and I wanted them to know that I knew how I treated them yeah. wasn't right and that's not who I I think that's brave the, like uh, that's so I, brave I I could have I could have just moved on and just oh my God, been like, 100%. exactly but for me as a person that's who I am I had to acknowledge it and let them know that was not right yeah. and I am so sorry for hurting you like that's for me as a person, if I hurt someone, it's the worst thing I can possibly. do. Yeah, of do. course.
1: I think that's so brave at that age to yeah. actually go and acknowledge what yeah. you've said or done or whatever, and you know apologize. Yes. I think that's cool.
0: So post that, I actually mm. and I wore a pressure stocking probably until you're eleven. So oh, what's wow. that? Since till I was seventeen. So mm-hmm. that just makes sure your your skin grafts flat mm-hmm. and things like that. But there was a, a lot. Like there's a lot more to this whole process, and I won't dive deep into it, but. It was um, it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was definitely hard. It was definitely challenging. Um, but like I, I've said to you, and I've mm-hmm. I've said to people in my life, it's probably the best worst thing yeah. that could have ever happen to me. Yeah, I think. And if it, if I come out of it with a scar or who I would have grown up to, I would would have this scar on my leg for the rest of my day. Well, that's
1: what I said to you before. I think it's kind of beautiful because it tells a story and it, like, it kind of tells that story of growth and awareness and, like, going, you know, changed who you were. And that's kind of cool. I I always say this to you. It's, like, with the shit things that happen in your life, it makes you a better person. Same with me. Like, when I had my eating disorder and stuff, it's, like, Exactly the same. Worst time of my life, like hated it, it was so t- sad, depressed, whatever. But it's made me who I am today and I'm kind of grateful that I did go through it yeah. um, and I think, yeah, it tells a story. It's kind of cool. That's cool. I mean, it's not cool but anyways. Um. So I want to kind of dive into you just kind of spoke about it was a rough time. So when you say that, I'm kind of thinking mentally it was hard for you. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, yep. mentally. Yeah, so what advice would you give someone who's like struggling with mental illness but in today's society? Um, and like what are some of your daily rituals that for keeping like a healthy mind and body?
0: I, It's really hard. So I have a, I, I have a niece who's 13 and I try and give her this advice today and I'm just like uh, she's in high school and I see her around people who aren't so nice. I'm like, mm. oh. Don't worry what they say, like, it's not about you, it's about them. But I actually, I think I've got to a stage now of recognising it's a thing that people have to go through and live through themselves. It's like- I agree. They have to, for as much as you can tell someone like, do this, do that, Mm -hmm. do that, like, the best thing for them is actually just ride through it and you just be on the sidelines and yeah. support them when they need the advice. I agree. I think it's like what we talk about
1: all the time. It's like it's their journey. Mm. We've had separate journeys and it's made us who we are today and I think it kind of like they have to kind of go through something shit
0: in and it's order. it's sad seeing yeah. someone you love have to go through it but you're like, yeah, you, you just have to know, let them know that it's going to get better. Yeah,
1: So – But what would be, like, some of the daily rituals that you have in your life that you would love to, like, pass on to someone like Mm. your niece? Like, she is young and going through that now. Are there any things that you – anything that
0: you do – Yeah, definitely. – that you would,
1: like, implement – like, tell her to do?
0: The – how I start my day is – my alarm goes off and my happy song plays. Yeah, see that's yeah. cool.
1: That's like that would give me a healthy mind. But you know, yeah.
0: So at the moment, my song's actually um, Rodan Keating, Loving Each Day. Yeah. So when it, that's my alarm in the morning. So okay. when I hit, hit my alarm goes off, that's the first thing, and it mm-hmm. brings a smile to my face. The first whenever I wake up. Yeah. Um, and then I like I'm quite organised. I when I brush my teeth and things like that, I think of good things. Like I just try that's something my mum with a positive exactly morning. that's something my mum always taught me she's like the first five thoughts you have in the morning set you up for the rest of the, yep, your day that's true. even if i catch myself having like a shitty thought like oh about bloody like an ex or yeah. you're pissing me off or something yeah. i'm like oh no, snap out of it the quicker you <laughs> can snap out of it um i don't check social media till after i've worked out yeah that's like a i n- like that one That's a non-negotiable mm-hmm. cuz i'm like why I, I don't like scrolling at the best of the times, but I'm like, what kind of mm-hmm. day am I setting myself up for if I'm just going to be like that? I'm like, no. So I um I think that's challenging for
1: young girls. It like, is. That would be very hard. Like I know even for me when I wake up, like I turn my alarm off, I just have a cheeky quick scroll because yep. I've got a lot of friends that live internationally and like I'll get WhatsApp messages in the morning, like they'll message me during the night yep. and I do check them. Like sometimes I don't, but like I'm – do a cheeky scroll. I think for young women it'd be so hard. Mm. And it's such a um like, you know, like it triggers something in your brain. It's like you were saying before, it's like it's not a very positive way to start a day. Yeah. It'd be so hard, the younger generation. I could not imagine. Now with TikTok and all oh this kind God. of stuff, it's wild.
0: Yeah. Um so and I try and do something kind each day. So like the other day um I bought a homeless I was giving a homeless lady Mm -hmm. money. She said, do you have some money? And I was like, came across this quote the other week and it was like um, about giving people money. It's not like that I have so much money to give you but I can see that you need this money more than me right now. And I was like, I really resonate with that quote. And so I was giving her money and she's like, oh, yeah, I just want a a toasted sandwich. And I was like, oh, do you want one from Macca's or something? She's like, no, just that cafe there. And I thought to myself, you know what? Do you want me to go buy it for you? And she's like, "Would you?" Mm. And the smile on her face when I did that, mm. and then when I was getting her her um, her toasted sandwich with salt and extra pepper, please. Um, I was like, I wonder what this lady's name is. Yeah, because I was like, everyone, Probably no one asked. No, that. and that's my. I wanted to make mm. her feel seen and yeah. make her feel special because yeah. for me, that's what I would. I oh, want from anyone. Yeah. And so I went out there, gave it to her, and she's like, thanks, love. And I said, my name's Sarah. What's your name? And she's like, oh, my name's Kathy. And just her smile when I was having an actual mm. conversation with her, it's warmed my heart. I think I messaged you yeah. straight away. Yeah.
1: It's so – yeah, because I was listening to the radio this morning, and they we're interviewing this homeless young guy, mm. and he was saying, like, you don't understand how much – like, people just think you're a filth and yeah. don't even acknowledge you, don't even look at you. It's like, guys, if that's someone, a person that's someone's
0: there. son, someone's oh, that's daughter. Order. I always think
1: like if I see someone in the street, it makes me and I'm such an empath, yeah. But like, I see someone and I'm like, it breaks my heart. Yeah. I'm like, man, you have a mom, you have a dad, you have a yeah. sister, a brother. Like, that breaks my heart. So, yeah. for you to acknowledge her and
0: you know, get by her, no, uh, by <laughs> her, um, I think that's cool. Um, so what I with my nieces and nephews, what I try and do is. When I it's probably more when I have quiet time with them more away from their parents. Like if they're saying something, I'm like, oh, what what happened at school today? What's something you did kind? Or if they're just talking in a tone, I'm like I just try and guide them in such a gentle yeah. way. Yeah. And then um, we grew up doing this at home for dinner. So when I'm around at their houses for dinner, we do like what was your high and your low were you day?" So and I even said that to my mum the other week. I was like, oh, God, like you're making us practice gratitude back in the mm. day when we didn't even know it was gratitude. Yeah.
1: it's such a thing now. Yeah. Like, it's like gratitude and like your gratitude We We were just saying like
0: what was your highlight of your day, at <laughs> yeah, like dinner table. Yeah, that's cool. Like
1: I think if you have a family and like you're all sitting down at dinner, I think that's a yeah. really nice conversation starter. Yeah. And it does. It makes you – when you think about cool shit you've done during the day or things you're grateful for, like sometimes mine can be just like I'm grateful for my latte in the yeah. morning. Like it could be something just as small as that or I'm grateful for – that person who smiled at me, hundred percent. It's like, and I it think makes you, whatever
0: makes you feel good, yeah, yeah. And I
1: think acknowledging that at the dinner table as a family is freaking cool. And then at night,
0: I, I've actually started journaling a little. I yeah, I love like, that. I um, I've started it. I do let it lapse a little bit, but I actually kind of like it because I just get in like a. F- free flow of yeah. writing.
1: And also, I don't know about you, but it's kind of, we don't really
0: write that much anymore. No. So it's
1: kind of, it feels not natural. Yeah. And it kind of takes you a little bit back really to your childhood. Tunnels. But no. I like it because I'm like, it takes me back to my childhood and I kind of feel this weird sensation of like carefree. And mm. like, I, like my, I'm like my oh, like, like it just feels nice. Yeah. So I think that's a really cool one.
0: And so also growing up, we were, mum taught us to say what you're grateful for at night. And I was with my niece the other night putting her to bed and she was like going through three things she's grateful for and since she told me this I've done it at night because it just makes my heart warm because I can picture her doing it she goes before she goes to um, bed she goes I'm so full of love right now oh that's cute that's cute. I think we all need to say that before yeah. we go to bed. Maybe 100%. like when we wake
1: up and then – because it's just like it's that positive affirmations, yeah. Yeah. right? Um, and it doesn't – I'm trying to throw you, a
0: little bit of yoga and that into their life too. So, I think it's important. Yeah. And I
1: think a lot of schools are doing that now. Like yes. I think I said the other day, I'm currently reading um, The Resilience Project and it's basically about these programs that this guy has implemented into schools or like sports clubs and it's basically about um, mindfulness, empathy, Oh my gosh, I've forgot empathy. Empathy. Compassion? No, no. Mm. Um, oh my gosh, I've
0: actually forgotten. I bought this book the yeah. other day because you recommended it, but I haven't started oh my God, to I've be it. Oh, I don't have read it, I've forgotten. Anyway,
1: mindfulness Oh, mindfulness, gratitude, and empathy. Mm. And basically they're the three factors for like a happier, kind of a more mindful life, I yeah. guess. Um, okay, so that's cool. So now I kind of want to dive into a little bit of business because as you guys know, Sarah and I are business partners. And I before Actually, I'm going to skip a little bit. Before you came to Tally Lou, You have an interesting story, like what you did and your background. I think that's kind of cool to share your background. So Sarah's background is not in fashion. It's not in merchandising fashion or business or anything like that. So can you tell us a little bit about what you studied and where you went after you studied? Yeah. So I
0: studied um, exercise science. She's smart, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I should have put in the intro, aka health nerd. (laughs) Yeah, I am your stereotypical, like tell we'll be in a health shop us like, what does this do? What does this do? Like I'm pretty aware of health, yeah.
1: like health foods and yeah. stuff, but there's some things it's like, and I'm like, Sarah, what is that?
0: <laughs> uh, we were actually at a cafe the other day and you just completely tuned up. We were actually with um, Lola Berry and I was like, Lola. Oh, yeah, I have no idea what these words are. It, we were talking about serapeptase and all these different enzymes and tells like just completely I think I out. literally turned around and turned to my
1: friends so <laughs> I'm go
0: shopping this weekend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like we're so different in that way. But, yeah, so tell us what
0: you studied. Uh, so I exercise science majoring in nutrition okay so wow. I did do that and then um after that I I worked for an AFL club so my dream growing up after the accident because my family was so football mm-hmm. orientated was to work for an AFL club I yep. was like cool like that's my dream were you like job. a tomboy 100% yeah, okay. I probably I still see am yeah yep like I love it hello my brother brought me up kicking a football yeah like, if Girls' football was like five years ago. I'd probably be a superstar, guys. Yeah. I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> so, where did, so, you went to North Melbourne Football Club. So, what were you doing
0: there? Uh, so, I was assisting the head of exercise science and nutrition. Okay. So, pre- did you like that? Um, I really liked doing the dart. I love how her voice just got very <laughs> <Barry>, high. <laughs> <laughs> Look. It was a really great experience. And I did a I did a research paper for the AFL that year with North Melbourne and other clubs. It was on um, like training loads and mm-hmm. the effect of soft tissue injuries. So I learned a hell of a lot. It I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna say I didn't like it. It wasn't what I expected yeah. it would be.
1: Yeah. Which is kind of a normal thing. Like I mean, even growing up, there was things like I wanted to be a fashion buyer yeah. and all that stuff. And then I started working at a company and I soon realized I didn't want to be a exactly. fashion buyer. Exactly. It's like this. You thing have that you these grow- such high yeah.
0: I, and I've led that with everything bloody in life. Like mm. if you go in with no expectations, that is when all the cool shit yeah. best things happens. It's yeah. when you have expectations of how things gonna go. It's like That's when you just like you leave disappointed. It's true. So, what, where did you go after?
1: I know you shipped yourself overseas. Yeah. I, um, Where did you go?
0: I went to Italy yeah. to eat all the pizza and pasta yeah. I could. Did you work over there? I did. So I worked, so worked with um, some cyclists. So the AIS have a base okay. in Italy. one
1: second. So I know what the AIS is, but can you tell people what that oh, is? The Australian Institute of Sport. Yeah.
0: I only know what it is because you've told me before, <laughs> but I know a lot of people would be like, what? Yeah, so I did a bit of um, nutrition and yeah. um, training load with them. And then dream. Yeah, it was like, it was. I I actually they their legs. Yes. Like, oh, I, I could, mean, give me just, a little bit of
1: cyclists and I'm. The, yes. the
0: sad thing is like I'll be driving Long Beach Road um, in Melbourne. I'll be like, oh, nice pins. Oh, and then you look up. Oh, no, yeah, it's like an 80-year-old man. I'm like, oh, gross. I do that a lot. <laughs> I do that a lot. I'm like, damn, you're a car. <laughs> and then I'm like, whoa, no. okay, let's move on. um. So, but then after that, I actually studied with the Integrative Institute of Nutrition, which mm-hmm. is a New York based. And I know people like Ashley Hart and yeah, that have yeah. studied with them as well. So I did that probably like 2012. So I think I was like one of the OGs who yeah. did do that. So that gave me a whole different level of holistic health and seeing health as a, like a whole wheel, like yeah. the different areas of your life where it, it it can be out of out out of balance. Yeah. Rather just so focused on exercise, nutrition. It came into like spirituality, friendships, See, community. I like that. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I really resonated yeah. with too.
1: So with the course you did previously, mm-hmm. for me that's got no idea. Was that
0: more scientific, more science? So then you
1: move over to something a bit more holistic. holistic like, okay, yeah, yeah that's and that's cool. something
0: that I really. I enjoyed more.
1: Yeah. Okay. And how long did you do that? Did you work doing that, or you just studied? That? Oh,
0: I just did. I did a few Skype sessions with people. You got did. paid. Yeah, I did. Wow. Oh. Um, I did. Re- I did enjoy it, but because it was a North American based company, yeah, a lot of it was North American based clients, and I was like, oh, fucking time difference and all yeah. that. And I was just in that like too hard basket. Too. Yeah. And then I like I wanted to start a health blog back in the day. Like if I probably did do all that back then. I just had didn't have any motivation. idea how to do it. Oh yeah. Okay. Like, I think Do you I feel actu- like you had motivation? You well know I actually think I did start a health food blog. I can't remember the website. But I did. I remember taking these dodgy photos and writing all about the nutrition oh, of, oh wow. my God, we have to, we dig, have to this dig this up, up guys. <gasps> so, so, Sarah it's be so so worthy.
1: Yeah. So, for people that don't know, so Sarah was doing that and then um, we kind of met when you came back. From, oh, yeah, it, I came back. Yeah, came back and then we kind of met and I'd already had the brand, you know, maybe like two or three years. Mm-hmm. And Sarah started writing like blog, Post. blog posts on the website, like, so about health, things that I, don't have the qualifications to mm-hmm. write about because I don't. Um, I might be interested in. I might know facts and stuff, but I just didn't know. So Sarah started like contributing to um, the website, which was cool, and that's yeah. kind of how we met.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, we met at yoga.
1: Yeah, but like how we kind of our friendship kind of got a little bit deeper. Like we started like <gasps> no nah, before like
0: so I moved back to Italy. That oh, other time the second time. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, yeah, I don't know. I remember you were on the phone crying to me and this oh, boy a yeah, boy, boy. Oh, probably, probably about a bad, bloody boys. boy. So, and then I moved back home. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: And then kind of you came on board. Yeah. So um, that's what she did before. Um, so now we are going to dive a little bit more into business. Mm. So, for all the respiring girl bosses out there, right? Yeah. What would three of your business tips be? Because ours might be a little bit different. Oh, ours are going to be so different. So I would like to know what your business tips would be for someone that's like wanting to start out.
0: Me personally, I would – oh, ours are going to be so different. Oh, 100%.
1: But this interview is all about you, so don't worry about mine. I
0: I, (laughs) – you're going to be like, I know you're going to say that. I I would do a market analysis. But do you know what? Like. If you before you started,
1: or is this when you've got the business?
0: I I would if you would have to have the concept first. Yeah. So I have the concept, do the marketing, yeah. analysis, and uh, but in saying that, I heard a quote the other day, and I was like, "Fuck, that's true." It was like, um, "Say who's like a if Cardi B, um, yes, Cardi, exactly. <laughs> if Cardi B." Um, saw Beyonce singing and thought, oh, she's the best singer in the world. Why yeah. even start? Like you just start.
1: Yeah. And I say that all the time. Yeah. It's like if you've got an idea, guys, like just do it because someone exactly. else is going to do it.
0: Exactly. Like there's a million dollar, um, there's a million water companies out there, but I can tell you there's going to be one starting tomorrow
1: Yeah,
0: again. 100%. I mean so- we have even thought about starting <laughs> bloody water business, guys. <laughs> not even joking. Yeah but i would say do a market analysis just see who your competitors are see where yeah, like yeah i think that's
1: important like yeah, your target market exactly yeah, like I agree. So, and
0: get your messaging right yeah. like I think really just work on the brand and the voice of what you want to create. I
1: think it's so important. Like back when I started, the- oh, I suppose I did kind of do it in yeah. a way because I knew I was kind of the voice behind the brand. Yeah. But I think it's really important in this day and age to do that because there are so many competitors. Mm. It's a massive market. How know? are you
0: going to stand out from everyone exactly. else? Exactly, and
1: you want to stand out on social media. You yeah. want to stand out, you know, in all that kind of stuff. So you're right, I think it's probably important. So what would be your next
0: two? Um, so the market analysis, um, I'd say it depends what kind of business they're going into. Like if it's a physical product, I'd be like sampling, like Mm -hmm. get sample from multiple different places, so get cost. And third I think is probably definitely the most pivotal and something you would probably start with. Find a mentor in that area. Yeah. Like, and not learn, just that
1: area. I reckon like, in like different yeah, areas. And l-
0: like pick their brain and learn. Like, I could meet people even to this day. We met someone this morning. Yeah. And I was just picking her brain because I was like, okay, what can I get from this conversation right now? Yeah. And I took five things. I'm like, that's fucking smart. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, mentor and just ask. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Yeah, and
1: that's so funny you should say that because like we've spoken about this before mm. when I first started the brand, it's like I was so scared to ask for help because I thought by asking help that I was failing and I thought I was a failure and yeah. it's so wild to think that that's what I thought. But a lot of people think like that. They're no. too scared to ask for help because they think they're failing. So I think it's so important to just talk to everyone, ask for help, um, especially things you're not so good at.
0: You need a whole team and a whole group like – behind you to grow, to lift you up. And I think that's the most important thing.
1: Yeah. So true. So tell me what your highs and lows are of running a business with your best friend. That is me. (laughs) Um, Be careful with what you say, by the way. (laughs) Um, No, be real and raw. Like I want to know, like it's
0: hard, like, yeah, we we have high. we have different fight styles. Where for as much as people say we're we're the same, we're same, same. We're so different. Yeah, we're so different. Yeah. Um. So we have different fight styles. We have different conversation styles. Yep. Like, um. And do you think that's a low? No, it's it's a, it's definitely a challenge. Like we the way we communicate. We even picked us picked up the other day. You're like, sometimes I
1: presume
0: things. Yeah. that –
1: and that's that's not just
0: you. I think everyone yeah. does that, including
1: me. Yeah. and uh, th- and it's a problem. Communication
0: has to be so clear. Yeah, it's so does. clear. Um, low definitely court case in L- uh, in China mm-hmm. that has really put and it still is for me. It it's a real worry. Yeah, like I'm like ah. Oh. What the hell is going to happen? How much more money are we going to throw at this? Like what are some possible outcomes? Like I know I shouldn't be thinking too much of the future, but in this instance, like I actually have to. Mm-hmm. Like uh, everyone's like be about the present, be about the present. But I'm like, oh, no, I have to be forward thinking in this scenario and like future goals and how are we going to get there? What are we going to do? So that's definitely a low. Um, high. A high. Hi hi, um, hey! <laughs> <laughs> we could so bust down the <laughs> Cardi yeah, B right. right now. Um, a high for me would, you know what? It's probably there's a high and a low happening right, right, right now for us because I am so excited about this new core collection yeah. we're about to launch. Like the pants we have at the moment. Um, no,
1: we're well, not just the pants; the whole collection. Yeah, it's amazing. Exactly,
0: but we've got one secretly out at the moment. Um, and I, the I'm so proud of these pants. Yeah, so like every little bit of detail, like I'm like everyone needs these in their wardrobe. And for for our friends and family who have purchased some already, and they're like, I'm going to buy multiple. I'm going to do all this. I'm just like, yes, like we've yeah. we've nailed it. Um, so that, I'm so like that's a high for me, knowing that we've like absolutely nailed this this product, this collection. So exciting, um. And probably we're going through a bit of a reshuffle at the moment. So that's kind of a hard with like uh, the court case and money, cash flow. I'm just like that's a real probably the lowest of lows.
1: Okay. Um, Now personally, I know you've been on like a bit of a (laughs) self-discovery journey at the moment. Has this helped you as a person?
0: My self-discovery. Yeah, like,
1: so you have, you're going through a bit of a, like, journey, mm-hmm. but do you think that's helped you as a person?
0: Should I dive deep into why I'm on a journey? With, like, um, so I mean, in front, sure. Why not? So, guys, I'm uh, I i I'm going through a, like, a, we've broken up. I'm going through a breakup, but it was probably- Like, you've been broken
1: up for, like- Five months. Six, yeah, yeah,
0: Okay. Um, we lived together, did all that and we were talking about babies, like a, a marriage and everything and then for one day that to be like the rug completely pulled from under your feet and they're like, no, I'll see you later, bye. I was like, oh, my God, but this is what we were supposed to doing and I'm such a planner and probably to my detriment I, I believe people's words so mm-hmm. when someone says all that to you, I thought that's where it was going. Yeah. So then I've completely like – the old saying: you you break down and then you have to rebuild yourself. And so, literally, that's I'm in the process of it doing now, like yeah. um, rebuilding myself, re relearning how I've acted in the past, like past things, like I've brought up from childhood, and you know that from yoga, going mm. from like yeah, you have to go back and deal with all the shit from like childhood, what your trigger was exactly and stuff like that, yeah. And just I'm learning more about how I act, so. Um, Yeah, I'm definitely going through a self-discovery phase, like I don't know how long it's going to be in it for, but like it's enjoyable, but... I hope it I hope it's not long for yourself. Have
1: you learned anything about yourself from going through that? Like you know when you go through a self-discovery or you start seeing a therapist? Like oh, I know 100%. I know you've started to see a therapist. Yeah. Like are there things that you have learnt about yourself, like your actions or things that trigger you that you weren't aware of?
0: Yeah, I'm codependent. I'm a okay. codependent person. Yeah. Okay. Um so I, for me personally, I'm trying to be more decisive in my own decisions and rely, not rely on others, mm-hmm. um, trying to do things for myself, like by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have I learned? I I give probably too much to others mm-hmm. and that's something that is really hard for me to be working on mm-hmm. because like I'm, I just want to help everyone, fix everyone mm-hmm. and so – Actually, turning that being like, no, i am putting it You need that, to fix yourself exactly. before you fix someone that else. That old cliche, huh? Yeah. Like, love yourself before yeah. you love others. That's the actual it's thing. True. So, I'm finding um, it hard for people to um, actually relate to how I'm setting in boundaries. Like, mm. no, I can't be there for you mm-hmm. right now. Like, yeah. I, I know I've always done it, but I can't do it anymore. Do They're you, like, fuck, like, what's that? What's up with Sarah? I'm like, no, it's just been after me.
1: Yeah. Do you think that's kind of like earlier today you spoke about having a big family? Mm. Does a lot of that relate Co-dependency? to hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. yeah I so, so like uh, uh, definitely.
0: Like we're so enmeshed, like you are. Like
1: Sarah's family, like blessed like I love you all but it's like Chinese whispers like oh, yeah. I'm not even joking no. Like, 100%. it'll be like Sarah will find out something next minute her mum will call her be like oh did you hear about this person and then the next person her nan will call her did you hear about this person I'm like how does news travel that quick the, and how did yeah. it just change from what it originally was to like like your family are crazy but like hey, good crazy but it's just like Chinese hey whispers. girlfriend
0: you're a part of that little circle now literally
1: <laughs> I'm stuck in that like I get the phone calls exactly. now like did you know this about this and I was like guys you didn't tell me I really don't want to know like I think this is your Family stuff. I do not want to get involved. But um yeah,
0: I could see how that be. I think would that's actually it. a really beautiful thing that my family trusts you so much to turn to. Yeah, me. but
1: it also puts me in an awkward situation because I
0: have previously been
1: told things and then mm. I'm not allowed to tell you that I know because you didn't tell me, mm. and I'm just like, oh my god, what do I do? And then I'm like, fuck. Like, I can't tell oh, you. Or going back to the
0: relationship wanna, with with that with, with that man.
1: C-U-N-T. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, sorry. But yeah, I think it's like it's hard. Like, mm-hmm. I'll get a phone call from your mom, and she will be like, "Did you know?" Nah, 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 nah. And then I don't want to like tell you because I don't want your mom to get in trouble. Like, I don't want it hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, so it it does it puts you into like, it puts me sorry into it's like, like a very awkward situation. But yeah, it's beautiful, hundred yeah. percent. But it's also very hard for me as a person because I'm like, Guys, I don't want to get brought, involved. Yeah,
0: we brought brought up in different families. Yeah,
1: and my family is completely not yeah. like that. Or having said that, what happened in my family last week? Maybe a little bit. Like <laughs> something happened with my sister, and then mum and then I called mum, mum told dad and then dad and then. And was, I actually was brought into yeah, it Yeah, <laughs> you were born into it too. So like I get it but mine's on like a lower scale. Yeah. But um, yeah, I can see how that, yeah, can be the codependent thing. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's funny. And what about, so you're like self-discovery and stuff, that was more about you personally. Mm-hmm. But how do you think that's going, so obviously you went into that because of a breakup. Yeah. How do you think if you were go, to go into a relationship like a, sexual relationship tomorrow. Boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't know if it's sexual. It's because she's on
0: the dating scene, guys. Her be- phone number is 04. <laughs> nah, I'm really. going to be going on a date and you'll be like, I'll be like, is this going to be a sexual relationship? <laughs> I don't know
1: why I said that.
0: I mean like a partner relationship. Yeah. Um, like how. I don't want to put the pressure on going, like, yeah, being on some dates, going on some dates, but I don't, and I said to you the other day, Mm. I'm like, I don't want to go into it thinking I'm going into a relationship. I'm like, I'm going to have a drink with someone.
1: I think it's important these days. I mean, we're going off track of what we are talking about, but like, I think it's really important these days if you are in the dating scene or whatever Mm. is to kind of go in it as like you're going, just going for a drink. Like it, a lot of girls are crazy and they're like, oh my God, I'm going to do it. I'm going to marry him tomorrow. I'm going to have 10 kids. And It's like, no, no, no. Just go into it as like a friend and just have a drink with yeah. them. Don't think of anything, what's going to happen next week. If you're going to catch up with them again, like exactly. just let it kind of flow. But with your self-discovery, have you, are there any things that you've learned that you're going to take into your next relationship? I'd love to hear that because
0: yeah, I've definitely. heard a lot
1: about how that past relationship mm-hmm. has changed you. And like, I know you've got trust issues and stuff like that in relationships, what do you think you're going to take into your next relationship from your self-discovery path?
0: I I think a lot more self-worth and Mm -hmm. self-knowledge about myself. So I know what kind of behaviour will and won't be acceptable for me. Like I know that might sound abrupt and bitchy, but I'm like, oh, that kind of stuff, that's not cool with me. And I know like do I want to bring that into my life? No. Yeah. Um. I want a lot more fun and f- like freedom and uh, experiences. Like, yeah, I think that's important. I ju- yeah, I just want a fun relationship. Yeah,
1: I'm the same. Like, I just like I think all that stuff that,
0: that we're, we're brought stre- up. Yeah, about like, and, like that yeah. old
1: generation of kind of like traditional kind of things. In
0: saying that, like. St- Like a stability, something that I still would really like in a relationship. Every girl would like stability, 100%. And I think
1: you'll attract someone that does have that.
0: Do you know uh, one thing else going into my next relationship? I don't know.
1: Or I know what she's going to say. I don't know if you should say it.
0: My best friend's probably going to have to like them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, that's like, I mean, from the start, I did tell you. So (laughs) anyway, let's not get deep into that. But your best friend's always right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to your best friend, Yeah, does. exactly. Okay, so we've kind of dived into that. Now, what would like your number one, because I know you are a health nerd mm-hmm. and you're like me, we love health, wellness and all that kind of stuff. I would like to know from your scientific brain, what's your like number one
0: health tip? In what way?
1: Like if there's something like – A
0: non-negotiable for yeah, me.
1: Um, and I don't like not like working out and stuff because I know yeah. that's a non-negotiable for you, but I just feel like one health tip, like it might be like having apple cider vinegar every day or it could be eating something f- that's good for your soul every day. Yeah, like, yeah. Do you know, that kind of stuff. What would be your like number one health tip? Like I really,
0: that's so hard because I have like five. Okay, let's jump. let's change that. Three. Okay, three. Digestion such a oh, huge massive. part. Yeah. So I think really looking after your digestive system. Mm-hmm. So like- whether you do have a leaky gut. Do you um, take
1: a probiotic? Yeah, I, probiotic. Do. I, take,
0: yeah. I take bioceuticals. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, so I think looking after your gut health so mm-hmm. your body can actually absorb the right – so you could yeah. be eating the healthiest, yeah. healthiest, but whether – if your gut is not healthy, you won't be absorbing yeah. any of those nutrients.
1: Wait, I read a little while ago is like – and I think I know the answer, but a lot of you guys might not. But isn't the gut like your like a brain? Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's like, what do they say? There? So that if, your gut affects all your serotonin, all your hormones. Yeah, that's wild, with your brain. Gut so, health is so important. So so important. Yeah,
1: and if you've ever had like irritable bowel or bowel issues or anything yeah. like that, like I've had irritable bowel a lot. And I'm it's it's fu- it's shit. It's yeah. such a shit feeling to have bad digestion because you get bloated and then you don't want to go out and it, like it actually affects me- you mentally.
0: Definitely and yeah. that's that's the whole connection with serotonin yeah. and and dopamine and that um my second would be about stress mm-hmm. so what i add in some adaptogens which are what are
1: they i know what they are but <laughs> what for the listeners they're, what they're, are they
0: they're supplements that help support your nervous system yeah. and um Like mushrooms and stuff? Yeah, so like things like reishi and... Lion's mane. Exactly. Things that will bring down your cortisol, which is is your stress, the amount of stress your body's going through. So Things like exercise, lack of sleep, even a poor diet, that affects Alcohol, everything. It all affects your cortisol, which then... Coffee uh, even does, which is wild. And that affects the alkalinity in your body. And when your body's not alkaline, that's when disease Mm -hmm. starts in the body. So if you can really bring down your stress levels, even if it's meditation, you don't yeah. even have to take a supplement. Going for a like, walk. Exactly. Things that really, you just have to be calm. Yeah. And I think also that goes back to you when you said
1: things that make you happy, like going to see your nieces and nephews exactly. at night. Like that's calming. Yeah. You I mean, just, it might not be calming in
0: the situation, you yeah. we're
1: screaming, but it's like seeing your family and like checking in and seeing them is
0: calming. But there's also, there are some great supplements that like your reishi. What would and, you, what would you take? I take reishi. In a tablet form? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Um, or else with the powder, I might just throw some in like a hot cacao at night yeah. or something or even in your porridge in the morning, you throw yogurt on it. Oh, it tastes gonna, a bit funny, yeah. guys. Just throw some honey on it. You'll be sweet. I'm allergic
1: to honey, so that's a no, no. <laughs> but like it tastes a bit funny. Yeah. I'd rather take it in a tablet form.
0: Um, And also bioceuticals have a really oh, good- Oh, they do. Yeah. Um, Adrenoplex? Adrenoplex. Yeah, I take that. And that, that's that got reishi and other herbs and supplements. Yeah, that, that's actually
1: amazing yeah. if you do suffer from like Stress or whatever. Exactly. I highly
0: recommend that supplement. Um, and also, so that goes hand in hand with your gut health. So you can be taking these supplements mm. for your stress, but if your gut's not right, your body's not, not going to absorb, absorb it. it. Yeah. Exactly.
1: It's what you' well. I know. Friend. I
0: mean, I've done a lot of reading about this as well because <laughs> I feel like gut health
1: to me is so interesting. Yeah. Um. And I've suffered a lot from gut and issues.
0: My third one would be, um, and you touched on it before, and I was like, yeah, girl, eat. Eat things that actually fuel your soul. Yeah, like if that's a bowl of pasta, like do it. Do it without judgment, which affects your stress. But like,
1: and it might not. Like this is our health tips, but it might not be healthy food. Exactly, but if it makes
0: you happy. Exactly, yeah. That's health. you ha- like, but I'm not saying macas is going to make you ha- happy. But like having one McChicken in a blue moon. Yeah, it's, or
1: like coming home at night and having like a red wine. Like, exactly, it's not super healthy, but it's if that
0: fuels your soul. Exactly. Fucking do it. And don't judge yourself on it. Yeah. Like I know you poured yourself a glass of red the other night and I was like, yes, girlfriend. Yeah, 100%. Okay, that's
1: cool. So I've got a couple more questions. I would like to know what advice would you give your younger self?
0: Everything's going to be all
1: right. Yeah, I like that one. And the last question, because everyone, including me, is obsessed with like what's on people's plates. I want to know... What your daily plate looks like: mm. breakfast, lunch, and dinner slash dessert
0: slash snacks
1: slash depends drinks. It depends
0: if it's a weekday or a weekend. Okay, let's
1: go. Let's go a weekday because I feel like your life is very structured, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of what we've spoken about is about business. And I feel like what you eat it, it like gives
0: you motivation for yeah. work and all that kind of stuff. So it ties into that. But on a weekday, so at the moment, uh, I'm absolutely. Have this on rotation every morning. It's like a soaked birch muesli. Yeah. have seen it? (laughs) Oh my (laughs) God, I just hicked up. (laughs) Is that even a word? Hicked up? (laughs) Hicked up. I hicked (laughs) up. (laughs) Um, So, all I, it's, I I don't soak it in apple juice or anything like that. Yeah. Although, so I just, sweet. Just don't, not my thing. Um, So, I'll get a, I used to do orange juice. Really? Yeah. That could actually be Because it nice. tasted
1: like Jaffa kind of. Yeah. It had like orange juice and yeah. cacao nibs.
0: So I just get I try a that re- one. I get a really nice muesli mix from South Melbourne Market. Yeah. I throw some cinnamon in it and then I – Cinnamon in it? Cinnamon And then I soak it in water. Yeah. And then a couple of hours later I'll mix through some – Oh, you soak it with water? Yeah. Because there's actually – because this mix has a lot of dried fruit in it. Okay. I don't need to add any more sweetness. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I so, thought maybe milk
1: or something, but no. Nah,
0: that soaking the oats is a little bit of a trick too, so.
1: Well, know. I – like if I have like overnight oats, like if I'm going on a plane the next yeah. day or like whatever, I'll soak my oats. But I usually soak them in like oat milk or, or no, maybe okay. sometimes I do water if I yeah. run out of milk, but I don't like the taste. It's not oh. creamy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but you you make a batch for the start I of the make, week. Yeah, okay, okay. So I, I do see. a batch. It's better water. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and then I'll top some blueberries, yogurt, whatever on top, mm-hmm. and that's so that's my breakfast nearly every morning. Do you have yogurt? With, do you, yeah. you say that on top? Oh yeah, yeah. have my jaboni, jaboni. If you want to sponsor, uh, no, we don't like that one. We <sighs> like the other one. The other one. <laughs> you like the, the bit Tony? <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> damn. Did I say it right? The Tony, <laughs> <laughs> the Tony. Um and then my go to lunch is always probably sushi. Uh uh-huh. At the moment, you're going to be like, why do you get that? I get a crispy chicken. And <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, the crispy chicken is nice.
1: Yeah. I've had it. Yeah. The
0: one from Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's the salmon teriyaki. Oh, and, love a salmon teriyaki. Yeah. And then a snack, I'll probably um, have a protein ball or something, love health lab or. Like I don't know, Bondi, protein? Bondi, yeah, Bondi, the <laughs> peanut Bondi butter one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't so know if I owns oh, that oh, Bondi good. Really
1: really, really <laughs> Guys, our best friend
0: owns Bondi protein. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, just throwing hey, that in there. I um, actually have a Bondi protein like microwave pudding a few times a week, and I've oh. told Christian about this. I'm like, mate, it is the best life hack. And for anyone listening, this is what you do: you get so you get Bondi in a mug. I've seen these on yeah, Instagram. i have them in a bowl, either way, like a little bowl. Yeah. So all I do is get some protein powder, mix it with water again, throw it in the microwave for about twenty Just seconds with water. Yes, and then it oh, puffs up like a cake. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And then like, what made you do that? I, don't, I must have been craving something sweet. One like, no no, I had nothing in the house obviously, but now it is so good. Does it taste like a cake? Yes. I Come over one it. night and you'll be like, "Holy shit! Why did you show me this?" I'm gonna. It's <gasps> like it's like crack cocaine. Um, and then I top it like with almond butter and yogurt. Oh yeah, I mean you had me arm almond butter, please. Yeah, so that's like a heavy rotational yeah. dessert. But for dinner every night at the moment summer I'm loving like having rocket leaves with avocado oh. walnuts um, parmesan cheese balsamic oh, yeah. so <laughs> Italian so <laughs> Italian do, do you know what i tough have it on a the side anchovies no or I have it with the cotoletta. oh yeah that chicken thing <laughs> <The> Cotoletta. <laughs> nah, it's a it's a veal <laughs> schnitzel for oh, everyone at home same um, shit. so yeah have that little wog dinner and then I always I always always. Every single night, what do I do? I have dessert.
1: Mm. But Sarah's dessert's not like a fucking mud cake. Sarah's dessert is like... A date with almond butter,
0: yeah, bloody delicious. But it's not a dessert. But to me, it is. It's sweet. Yeah, I know. But like
1: when you say like, "Oh, I had dessert last (laughs) night," it's (laughs) like I'm thinking, "Oh my god, she ate like a mud cake or something." Oh god, no. It's just like a healthy
0: dessert. Yeah, it's like a snack.
1: Yeah, it's a healthy
0: sweet snack after dinner. But guys, like
1: I'm thinking, like, oh my god, she like just like sat on the couch eating like a self-sourcing chocolate pudding, (laughs) which oh my god, yes,
0: amazing. I wish I could. I
1: wish I could. Um, But okay, that's cool. And then do you have? any drinks? Uh, I, Do you drink water a lot? Actually, I know this answer. Sarah does not drink
0: much water. I, it really I'm, bugs me. No, you know what? I'm trying to actually drink a lot. Yeah. I used to be so, so, so good at but it. But you were bad. But, but I, Like, we'll have a bottle of water.
1: Right, just say we're going to LA. We'll have a bottle of water. I, I would have sculled that. mine, like, I ten, up and go into the toilet. Ten, no, okay, like that's a bad example. But just say we'll go and buy the same bottle of water from a cafe. I've drank mine in like half a day. Sarah still has hers like three days later. I'm in like, are still? you joking? Um, mm. We've done like four workouts. I'm like, did you not drink in your workout? Do you drink after? Maybe
0: that's like, sorry, getting personal, but maybe that's why you have bowel issues. No, nah, that's just genetics. Sarah's always <laughs> constipated. <laughs> <laughs> genetics. Um. I have a lazy bow, guys. Just putting it out there. <laughs> She's always. Oh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I drink kombucha, but love. Not,
1: What's your favourite flavour?
0: Um, There's too actually, many now. Do you know what? I'm being dro- like, at the moment, lem- that lemonade one. Oh, I love the lemonade one. I love. The, cola. We're talking about remedy, guys. Yeah,
1: I love the lemonade one. I love cola. I've never I tried love- cola. What?
0: I, I can't find it at my supermarket. It's at Coles. None of my coals. Well, it's
1: really nice, and the orange. I've never been a fan of Fanta, but that orange one. Does oh yeah, that Fanta. is good. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. Well, uh, that is amazing. Thank you for sharing that. No worries. Um, so that's kind of the roundup for today. It's been super exciting interviewing you, Spazzini, Spazzini, Spazzini. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys loved learning a little bit more about Sarah because she's definitely um, a little bit more quiet on the gram quiet in not you know like it's been nice to interview you thank you yeah it's been good and i'm super excited to i think we will launch this one as well sarah just previously interviewed me and we kind of listened over it well yeah that's all right
0: did well spurs would maybe you're a podcaster at heart not bad so yeah we probably
1: will launch this but thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you again later Bye. bye